Hello and thank you for joining us today at Distracted by Life. Our podcast is all about making change within yourself and your relationships. We share conversations, stories, and explore ideas coming from our lifelong journey of the high points and especially the low points where we learn to face our fears or cope with pain, loss, and failure. We do this in a discovery quest to establish patterns around our past and understanding whether we are tripping up from our past or being held hostage by it. We work on identifying ways to move forward, aligning our core values, and unlocking the keys to self-awareness, self-acceptance, self-compassion, and letting go of what is not serving you positively in life. A better you is always there, ready to explore in a new world. So let's begin. In today's podcast episode, Amal will discuss what it means for us to embrace and actively learn to build high-quality connections. Hello, and welcome, Amal. Thank you, Dan. Hi. I'm glad to, that you're joining me in this discussion, and I actually hope that our listener find the topic insightful and discover some helpful tips to apply in, in the relationship building. Let's jump and explore what it means to have high-quality connections in the context of relationships. So high-quality connections are defined as short-term, positive interactions defined by a sense of joint participation and responsiveness, positive regard, and even physiological changes. It's a social in- engagement system that makes us feel more alive. These connections are thought of as dynamic living tissue that exists between two people when there are when there is some contact between them involving mutual awareness. How well this tissue is functioning is marked by the emotional experience of each person within the connection and by the structure feature of the connection itself. Unlike low quality connection, which means they can be debilitating kind of force like black holes that observe all the light in the system and give nothing back in return. So something low quality connection, something that think of it that um, it sucks up all the light within you and it's depleting. High quality is invigorating and helps both parties within the connection to feel seen, cared about and heard. So imagine how different your, your day may feel if instead of feeling tension and awkwardness with your coworker, a friend, or a neighbor, your interactions were defined by the flow, spontaneity, and the open possibilities for action and creativity. All of us actually can enable high-quality connection in our life by embracing what humanistic psychologist Carl Rogers referred to as unconditional positive regard. I really love this statement, unconditional positive regard, meaning allowing the person to be whom they are with complete acceptance, not trying to limit their own felt experience, but supporting them as they work on their growth. According to Jane Dutton and her colleagues who study high quality connection in the research, they discuss actually four primary pathways to actively building high-quality connections. And we're going to run through them here. The first one is respectful engagement. The second one, trust, uh, task enabling, trusting, and playing. 
And so we're going to break it down here, starting with respectful engagement, Engage, engaging with others in a way that sends a message of value and worth. So basically being present, bring all your our attention to the other person, putting the phone away, leaving that email, can wait, listen, really listen, not just for the sake of coming up with a response, but actually understand what the other person is going through and where they're coming from. Be punctual, showing up when we say we will Time is one of the most valuable resources and we, 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 that we have and we shouldn't waste another person's time. Communicate. We cannot expect others to read our minds. So know how we feel and we share that. We share our feeling explicitly. Number two, when we look at task enabling, it's basically helping to facilitate another's successful performance through deliberate delegation and empowerment of task. So think about coaching basically. Provide training and guidance with clear expectation and feedback. Facilitate, help foster connections for others. Match them with opportunities that will optimize their success. Accommodate, be flexible and willing to adjust our expectation to others' need and circumstances. Nurture, When we are warm and approachable, we can keep the door open for others to be vulnerable and share what they need with us. Number three, trusting, conveying to another person that they will meet expectations and are dependable. Self-disclosure, by sharing ourselves with others and modeling vulnerability, we convey, I trust you with this personal information. Ask for feedback and proceed accordingly. When we ask others, how is this relationship going or what's going well or what can I do differently to help us function in a better way, then make changes accordingly. We send the message, I trust and value your feedback. So trusting is all about trusting the person with self-disclosure and information and at the same time asking for the feedback and making changes versus Asking for feedback, but actually not making any changes and not doing anything about it. Because you're showing the other person you do value their feedback and you trust them as well in the process. The last one, number four, is playing. Participating in activities with intention of having fun or being playful. Like making time together. You know, I know this might sound odd, but playing games with clear rules and do an activity together. Whether whether you are doing a family game and everyone understand what that, the rules and expectation of the game on a game night, or whether you're in the workplace and you're working on a team building um, uh, activity together. Let your guard down. Share a funny or embarrassing story to reveal your humanness. Because we all have these embarrassing moments that we, we all have them. So when you are able to kind of reveal that about yourself, it, it makes it easier for the other person to do the same. Create fun v- rituals, doing things for the sake of having fun. Even just if you want to go for a walk, grabbing a coffee with someone, seeing a movie, going for drinks, having, you know, going for dinner. Those are, those all fall, those are all activities that actually fall under the playing pathways, which is the fourth activity. My final thoughts is this, high quality connection that enables self-disclosure 
intimacy and openness have shown to increase life satisfaction. Remember, respectful engagement, task enabling, trusting and playing. Thank you for tuning in. Until next time, may you cultivate meaningful and high quality connections in your life. Back to you, Dan. Well, thanks, Amal. And thank you all very much for joining us here at Distracted by Life. If you're interested to learn more, check out our other podcasts, of course, or hop online to Amal's website at amalcandido.com, where she talks about her coaching world covering life, leadership, mindfulness, including links to popular podcasts and to her books as well. And with that said, stay tuned for our next episode. And from Amal and myself, thanks again and talk to you soon.